What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 201. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm good. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How y'all doing? You're well. So far, so good. Um... <laughs> It's been a crazy week. Last week, we, we, we were talking on our show about the unprecedented. And I, and, I, and I want to retire that word. I hate that word now when it comes to Trump, unprecedented, because that means anything this fool does is unprecedented because nobody's ever done the foolishness that he's engaged in. And we keep saying unprecedented. After a while, the shit he's done, when you say Trump, just say precedent, meaning he's done some crazy shit before, and this is just more crazy shit. So... Last week, we talked about the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of hullabaloo about the FBI and how dare they go into the Mar-a-Lago and treat this man the way they treat him from the Republican side. You know, they're defending, you know, defending everything. And then we find out that the reason they went down there was because the classified documents that he claimed he turned over and did not turn over, it was about 13 boxes worth that he did not turn over, included Top secret, I think well, there's another, there's a level above top secret, top secret CSI or compartmentalized something or other stuff regarding our new nuclear defense. That's what this fool was keeping out in, Mar- in Mar-a-Lago and essentially the basement in his tool shed, I guess. You know, I don't, I don't even know where you, you, know, where you keep it. I, I, and people that, have been, that work for him now are talking about the basement is not even a secure location. It's like, you know, people have been in the basement. It's not a big deal. And when you're talking about Mar-a-Lago, where you can bring guests and people can come and get access, you know, every spy organization in the world has probably sent somebody to Mar-a-Lago, on, you know, pretending to be a golfer or a golf guest. And these people have no compunction at all about going down everywhere and anywhere to find anything top secret. I mean, it's it's... it's He's been wild, you know, uh, fast and loose with, with top secrets before with, with our our intelligence, uh, whether it was, you know, having the Russian spies sitting right in the Oval Office and talking shit about them or or hanging out with Putin uh, and making sure that the only translator in the room was not his translator, but the Russian translator. And, you know, having, a, I think there was a, a dinner or some meeting where he was actually discussing top secret information in front of the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, and you had all these people around who could kind of see and, and take pictures of what was being said and done. This guy is an idiot. He's a moron. And I'm sitting here going, wow, how much, how much? You know, I, I think what's really scary about this story is not that he did it, because it's something he would do. What's scary about it is what they're not telling us. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the shit we're not being told about how much shit was down there Mm -hmm. is far worse than what they actually uh, told us. I agree with you, Anthony, because they were speaking on 
espionage charges <laughs> against Trump for having these documents he was not supposed to have. And it just shows also how the Republicans are upset. They're just goddamn angry. Like, how can they do that to him like this? And then there's people protesting like he's never done nothing wrong ever. And it just shows, remember we talked earlier on another podcast, how they worship this guy. He can't do no wrong. No matter what shit he does, it's okay. But it's not okay. Not when you're jeopardizing the country here with our top secrets. You take home, like, this is homework. But you ain't looking at it. You're just leaving <laughs> it all around. You know, it's crazy. With this guy no. and, the, um, and the top secret documents, he had some documents that was so top secret that you could only look at him in a top secret location, but he got him in the basement. And then when this fool says, well, I had him in the safe. Well, damn it. The FBI got him out of the safe. So it wasn't that secure. And then after he says that, he says, well, I declassified them. What do you do? You write a note saying these are no longer classified <laughs> documents. They're declassified. So, because they had to give his lawyer had to give a um I guess notice to the FBI who was asking for it and he says well we did, we have declassified all of these documents but you don't have the power to do that and you didn't go through the process and you're gonna keep them in the crib and it's like yo when, when is when does that light bulb click on and people start to say look this guy is not good for the country and i think that's what some of his people are trying to prove and i think that's what the uh, democratic party is trying to prove so that this guy is not able to run again because what is scary joe b you might do but shit been a little shaky with you if this guy gets a chance to get on the ballot with his following it it could it, it could be another one of those oh damn he won again it could be one of those well, that's what the Lincoln Project is all about as far as the the real Republicans. Because Trump says he's a Republican, but he's not. He's just, he's just a Trump guy. So the the Lincoln Project has been saying all along, listen, this is not one of your guys. I know you guys, we, he got in there and, and some of you who knew he was bad from the beginning, shut up. But this is not, this is not one of us. He doesn't believe in anything we believe in. He just wants to be, wants to be worshipped. So I think my brother said perfectly. I, I'm going to put this little thing. Almost anything you could say about him, I would believe because he's so crazy that you go, oh, you know, it, 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 I, I, I find it hard to believe that he could say something or do something. And I would go, well, I don't sound like something anybody would do because he's done so many of those things. And it's funny because now even more so you start to have the splinters because his beloved Jared his his niece Mary Trump is point uh, pointing the finger at him, saying, "I think it was Jared who tipped off the the government." And it makes sense that it would have to be somebody inside because yes. there's no way in the world you would know where to go exactly wh where to go to and get that. I mean, unless it had to be somebody inside. So listen, listen, this is this is what you're looking for. This is where it is. Somebody cut well, a deal, Ma. Somebody cut a deal. I uh, that's I'm glad you said it. exactly right. Both on both of your part. Uh, parts, uh, Mark and Keith, is is that, yeah, somebody is under duress, because I'm sure they started asking Jared, yo, let me ask you a question about this $2 billion you got from the Saudis. Yeah. What you get it for? You get it for your good looks? You get it because, you know, they they, they you know they just 
they, they're all about the real estate. Well, how do you get $2 billion, you broke ass? How do you get it? <laughs> and and, and the, thing, the other thing that they're talking about with these, these documents, everybody's made the case. And this is not new information. This is since he got elected. Remember, they had to start dumbing down the presidential daily briefing yeah. and, and put right. you know pictures and stick, stick figures, figures so they can explain yeah. so they can explain you shit you POTUS <laughs> who, who's, who's the person named POTUS that's you well, who? my name is Donald yes you're POTUS who is POTUS who's on first bit they're pricing it you know like uh, like young Frankenstein with the, with the mug in their hand after it got smashed like <laughs> you believe it? said again <laughs> said again said again <laughs> uh, you know that's exactly what it is and so this is suddenly I'm supposed to believe that this is a man that wants to read documents he ain't read a document in his entire life he hasn't read he hasn't read the constitution hasn't read the Bible hasn't read none of that stuff and suddenly I'm supposed to believe he just wants to read it. So people are saying, you know, and I sound like the conspiracy theorist and I, you know, and I, I want to be perfectly clear. I, I'm, I'm not, uh, but just playing this, this logic game, this, this having this logic exercise or this, this, this uh, think exercise. Here's a guy who does not read. Here's a guy who could care less about, as Mark said, about governance and government. He's not a Republican. He's, he's a, he's a, he's Trump. Trump is just about Trump. There's no there's no politics attached to him. He ran as a Republican because he figured that'd be the way for him to get over. Um, and so the talk is, is that somebody else is pulling the strings. There's a reason why those documents got down there. I mean, you packing up to leave. That's the last thing. you. Who asked to say, yeah, do me a favor. Uh, remember those documents that had all that nuclear stuff in it? Could you grab a couple of those boxes and throw them on top of the wall? Nah, man. There's, there's a reason those boxes got, again, 23 boxes of, of highly classified documents for a guy who's under financial duress, who uses everything he can to fundraise to keep that money going, who's been constantly grifting the entire time, and you take those documents? It wasn't like he took, oh, I got I got a, 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 a stuff stuff panda bear from from, uh, from 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 Kim Jong-un. I want to keep it. No, it wasn't those kinds of documents. These are top secret classified documents. And the people they talk to, like the, the, the folks who've actually had experience with those documents, the CIA uh, section chiefs and CIA heads and FBI heads, have all said the same thing about these documents. They said they're almost impossible to miss. They got these large bands of orange or red tape on top of them. It's, it's clearly marked top secret classified <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's almost impossible it's not like you grab a manila envelope and say, oh shit i didn't know that was in here no all of these things are clearly marked anthony and labeled <laughs> and numbered so they can be filed again hey, anthony he learned his colors when he was in kindergarten <laughs> <laughs> maybe not yeah, yeah. Well, judging by his makeup that's true <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> anything you can say about him is probably valid because he's just exactly. he's just that cat. He's out there. He is out there. Forty five. You out there, and he knows it. Mm-mm-mm. Lost soul, man. He's lost, man. Grip with power. But that's, has that's no cool. sense at all. You watch too many movies, I assume. Well, they're talking about him now being being uh, you know, like I said, uh, violating the Espionage Act, which is about ten years. But then the obstruction part, because again, you know, the first the story, like Derek was saying, first the story was 
Um, they never asked me for the documents. Oh, okay, we did ask you for the documents. Well, I sent them back. That when they sent back the like, I think half of the documents, mm-hmm. they signed off saying, "Yeah, we sent them all to you." Mm-hmm. Now, if you know these documents, like 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 foghorn, leghorns, feathers are numbered, <laughs> but just such an occasion. Yeah, that's good. If you if you know that these things are numbered and you and you send it back and say, "Yeah, we you got them all," and they start counting and going, "All right, this one is missing. This one is missing. This one is missing." And then somebody, as I uh, uh, maybe Jared, drops dimes and nah, these joints are sitting right up in here. I know it; they're sitting here, and I I don't want to go to jail the rest of my life because you know I have far more years ahead of me than Trump does. I can't afford <laughs> it. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly where they are. So Anthony, there has to be an accessory to the crime because there had to be other people who picked up the boxes and loaded into whatever vehicle that they took to go to Florida. So I'm glad you said that because that's that's what they're starting to do now. And I think that's where the investigation is heading. Because again, as I said, these are not documents that are just that were sitting on a desk in his Oval Office. Right. And he said, "Oh, and you know, Trump didn't pack his own bags. Not they have they have entire staffs. You know, that's that's part of of of, of the of the uh, situation where you have a moving staff and a move out staff, and they come and they make sure all your stuff is. But you ain't you just got just so many stuff is. I mean, maybe your personal personal items." Uh, you may keep on, you know, in your own little baggie, but for the most part, you know, you tell them, yeah, all my clothes are in there, clothes over there, this, this, and they just go through it and they bag it, pack it for you, and put it on the truck and send it wherever you go. You tell them where you're going, that's where they send it. So to have those 23, 23 boxes, you know, I have a lot of comic books. Let me just say this: I, I've been collecting comic books since I was a kid. I got boxes. I can tell you, I got boxes. Yeah. Wow. Boxes. Of comic books in, in, in boxes, just like those documents. They're, they're bagged and they're tagged, and all comic books and bags and tagged. And I can tell you what's in them uh, for the most part. I mean, I couldn't look at a single box and go, oh, yeah, I think you know, this uh, this this edition of whatever is in there. I can't. I have one box that's labeled, labeled you know, that tells me what, what what's kind of in there. Gotcha. But for me to grab all those boxes, and just pack them away and and not know or just just you know have somebody just pick them up and take them. That's a problem. That means that I you know I, if my boxes went missing, I would know about it. Well, so you mean to tell me you got twenty three of these boxes and they go missing? Of course they knew about it. Well, it, it it speaks to a bunch of things because say that these documents prove that he did X Y Z. Like so, I'm t- I'm gonna take these documents out of the White House. I'm gonna get them down to my house, and then if there's something that's incriminating them. The first thing you would do, a logical person, we know he's not logical, but a logical person would listen. These documents prove that I did this. I'm going to destroy these documents, burn them, whatever the the destruction method is, I'm going to do that. He didn't do that because this is goes back to the the money thing. I'm not going to destroy the evidence that proves I did something wrong. I'm going to preserve it because I need to pass this on, pass this along to somebody else who can bail me out financially that seems to be the logical course because if it was just about you know hiding something you you covering up something you would have destroyed it you would have got down there day one after you're not POTUS and you know listen we're gonna have a big bonfire right here he didn't do that he <laughs> kept them because he had to prove he has to give that pass that information along to somebody else who the somebody else's are well that's yet to be determined but you can make a, a I think a reasonable step and go I'm pretty sure there's gonna be somebody you know who's waging a war a war in Ukraine who may be interested in those documents, and it's probably somebody who's uh, building a bunch of iPhones in his country is who's probably interested 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 in those documents because 
there's no reason to keep them if you're trying to hide something. You would just destroy them right away. Right. Well, again, I mean, that's that's assuming you're trying to hide. But again, the, 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 because the documents are so no, and apparently there's great control over those documents. You bring them into the uh, to wherever you're being briefed. They bring the documents in. They lay them on the tables. They you know in front of all the people that have uh, access to them to see. And as soon as the meeting is over, somebody comes around, scoops them bad boys up and returns them, you know, back to wherever, whatever secure location they belong in. Uh, again, somebody went and grabbed those boxes for him. For sure. Somebody knew what to grab for him. Um, he was aware that they were doing it because he yeah. was aware that they were in the basement of his house. You know, it's not like he walked in the basement and said, oh, my God, what the fuck? Who? Where did this come from? He didn't do that. He knew that was there. And when they asked for him, he was like, nah, I ain't got nothing. Then they said, you know what? We're subpoenaing. We're going to send it, send you another subpoena. Please send us our shit back. All right. I sent it all back, only to find out after they signed off on saying I sent it all back that they still had 13 left. Mm-mm. Oh, man. What did Nino say? Don't nobody know nothing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, money's got to know something. <laughs> Oh, it's going. It's, it's going to be interested when you actually find when he finds out who the Judas is at his table. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be because it, it's got to be somebody like you know a, a son, a son-in-law, a daughter who's just like, yeah, I know you, my dad, and you, my father-in-law, but man, you crazy, man! I, I can't go down with this ship no more, man. And they could be positioning themselves to take over his little kingdom. And what do you do? You get rid of him. That's how you do it. And that's, you know, even when they sent the documents back, somebody probably told him, yeah, yeah, man, we put them in the mail. You good. And he didn't go to check. And the next thing you know, he's getting hit with this. He's getting hit with this. He's like, but but Jared, you told me we you send them back. Yo, pop, yo, I did, man, I did. What they saying? You know, you know how we always hear the check is in the mail. You know how we hear that? That's what they told him. The files is in the mail, man. He's a, he He right now is looking at all of them saying, y'all are on that old bullshit I see. Okay, I'm going to get to the bottom of this, man. And he don't know where to start because everybody's looking innocent. But it's definitely somebody in that his upper four, the, the four people, five people in that inner circle, his closest folks, one of them gave him up, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, somebody yeah, somebody that's down there that, that, that works in Mar-a-Lago, lives in Mar-a-Lago. It, you know, it could have been, i say this, and this is what, what makes it so crazy. As I said, we don't know what countries intelligence operatives have been in and out of Mar-a-Lago. Maybe they didn't find out from, 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 from a Trump, you know, confidant or associate. Maybe they found out from another intelligence agency and said, hey, man, you know, uh, we saw, we found these documents down in Mar-a-Lago. Somebody that the FBI is paying, paying attention to who ended up, you know, blurting or sending out a signal that, hey, listen, we found these documents down in Mar-a-Lago in Trump's basement. What? <laughs> why not? Why? Why would it be impossible? Considering that there've been people who have been in that building, they they they, they suspect have been uh, county es- counter espionage folks, you know, uh, spies who kind of come in there wearing them ugly golf pants and pretending like they, you know, they guessed to somebody's uh, membership. Them, you don't know what's going. Yeah, on. Them, them shady characters <laughs> walking around, and he pointing. Downstairs, downstairs, go. Mm-hmm. And, and you know you got um, cameras on the phone. You ain't got click, 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 click. Send, 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 send. That's yeah. all. Right. Mm-hmm. It don't take a and lot. That, and, and, and if you aspire, that means you're being, 
you're being observed by other spies who are watching you. The you know the spy versus spy. So I'm not saying I you know listen I don't know. This is all speculation, and I'm just saying I'm speculating. I'm not going to be part of no conspiracy foolishness. But at this juncture, I'm I won't be shocked by anything. I'm not going to be shocked by anything at all uh, that I see, uh, including the fact that uh, speaking of criminals, R. Uh, Kelly is going <laughs> back to court again. Oh. Y'all see that? R. Kelly is going to trial. Yeah. Won't they leave that man? Won't they leave that man alone, man? Uh, here, here comes, here comes, here comes him. Brian Defense again. Not, hold on, let's slow down. All right, man. This is Ara. Okay, we talking about Ara Kelly. He already got convicted. They got him in the hoosegow. He's in the pokey. Now they want to hit him again. Th- didn't he already get thirty years? Exactly. Yes. The I, I can't right. count him. Okay. Thirty years. So he got. He got thirty. He's fifty-five. So he'll be eighty-five when he's eligible for, for parole. Why not just get a guy life if you don't want to keep you know him to him him to come home because but to keep sending him to trial, man? That's Aura Kelly, man. Ain't, no, no. You know, let's make sense though, because love, think about it. if man. if you're one of those. Oh my god, defend everybody. If you're one of those. <laughs> if you're one of those families, yeah, that you know, if your family, you know, A through Z. And he's been convicted on A, B, and C. Well, if you're, you know, F, Y, you know, F, Y, and G, you want to listen. I want to get, I want my pound of flesh too. I know it's not going to make a difference as far as time because you can't add any more time to life. But you still want, yeah, you want, you want to hear, hear, you want to have it, uh, I guess, publicly expressed or convicted that yes, he did this to my daughter too, or to, it's always also all daughters. Do it to my daughter too. You want that pound of flesh, even though at this point, I mean. Lawyer wise, you know, you're you're lo- you're fighting a losing battle, and I don't see how you can even pay for him, quite frankly. Yeah, but you but just want to make sure that my story is heard, and I was too uh, wrong by R. Kelly. Right. So he's now, being the, the charged article, with. Thir- thir- yeah, okay, he's yeah, being charged with thirteen. The, Go ahead, Derek. I was going to say the article that we just got. This is the 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 young lady who was underage. Who already said that nothing didn't happen? <laughs> really, Mark? Really? Come on, man. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> you see how y'all are, man. Anyhow, that damn when you say that about our Kelly, you can't just say that. <laughs> just one. Well, this okay. Well, if you would have let me finish, well, this is a young lady and the parents who said that nothing didn't happen. Now they, you know, they want to say that something did happen because I believe he got convicted. You know, and I'm I'm hoping his attorney. You know, he brings that out like, well, look on the on the uh, on the recordings from the court reporter. You know, we got you saying that this didn't happen. Your mama and your, your daddy said this didn't happen. Why are you changing your mind now? You know, why didn't you tell us the truth then? Because before you were under oath. Are you lying now? Are you telling the truth? Which one should we believe? So I think at least with their testimony, he should be able to beat that one charge against them. He got 13 counts against of dirt. Receiving I said just that one. Child. Listen, he got 13 enticing minors, illegal sexual activity, and obstruction of justice. But he's not the only one. Other than that, though. He ain't doing nothing wrong, right? So his manager, a couple of former employees, they have pleaded not guilty, but they going down with him. And this goes all the way back to 2008 when he was paying these um, people money, man. I was... 
And she said, R. Kelly was doing some shady shit. <laughs> okay. And I want I want the people to know I am not defending R. Kelly. I have a daughter. <laughs> what he did was wrong. I want to be real clear with that. What I am saying, I want can I finish? I what I want to say when it comes to that music thing, though. That music thing with R. Kelly, man, he's he's up there, man. He's in my top five. I don't know if he's in your top five. But when you talk about just his music, he's my top five. And I'm just trying to say, you know, he got he might have been guilty of 21 charges. But the 22nd one, the one with this one here with this little child, I think he's going to beat that one. It ain't going to mean nothing, but I think he can win that one. <laughs> hey, Doug, you remember the movie uh, Dead Presidents? Sure. And, sure, and the scene where Cuddy is sucking on the lollipop, talking Ooh. to the... Um, Okay. That, right. So that is R. Kelly around McDonald's public schools. <laughs> and he got the light popping his mouth. Uh, I, I got bad news for you, brother. He going to get charged on all 13 counts. He's, if he's I'm a lawyer, I, I wouldn't even go try to defend him because you already got 30 years. Well, I don't but, think he, yeah. I don't think they're going to allow him to cut a deal. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's R. Kelly is high profile where, you know, okay, we gonna, we, we got to take this to trial. Like, like Anthony saying, you know, every, you know, or Mark is saying everybody want their pound of flesh. So he's going to have to go through the process because if he says, well, look, you know, let me cop out to 20 years to run after the 30. I would say that's fine. Cause you know, he ain't going to live to, you know, live to get that. But I don't see them, them cutting the deal. They want to send a strong message to him and to anybody else who think about doing what this fool did. Well, they also taken in when he uh, was married to Aaliyah, when she was 15 and he was 27. Don't, I hope I don't get in trouble. Don't they, the Amish people do that, right? They, 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 they do (laughs) As I step away from the microphone right now. (laughs) Yo, act. That's, I mean, we, we are we acting like all the only one? Are we acting like all the only one? Come on, man. Let me just be clear with this. Let me just be clear with this. So you're saying that because one group of pedophiles <laughs> engages in an act. Holy cow, man. It's, it's, like, it's like, what about is them for pedophilia? I don't understand. I don't understand what the point okay. is. <laughs> if, if the Amish are doing that, that's still pedophilia. Yeah, I, Look, I, I don't know. However, somebody gave him a marriage license and certificate, and the parents signed oh off on it. Oh, my gosh. So, um, so the parents didn't sign off on it. Somebody signed no. off on it. No. I don't think anybody signed off. I, I think money moves things, Dirk. You know that cream. So, there we go. So, there we go, So Keith. Okay. So, but they were legally married, right? Yes, they were. Okay. So that's his wife. Is that 15, correct? 15. 15. He's 27. I understand the age, but is that his wife at 15? Yes? Uh, n- no. Yeah, you mean his wife who couldn't drive a car because she wasn't old enough. That that girl, is that what you were talking about? The one who, 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 who's uh, a year short of a sweet 16. That wife? <laughs> you know? well, that's, so that's a yes. She's she's a girl 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 so, oh, so, so, I look in the store? So I, I think people are going to kill me. Driver's permit, you know that kid. Hold on, hold on. So, so that's the yeah, yeah, that's the one. So that's the one. So people are going to kill me after this one because I'm going to make reference to the movie coming coming to America. Remember when he says, "This is my queen." And I can do whatever I want to do to my queen oh at her my behalf. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm stepping away. I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Man, Derek Powell. Yes. 
is R. Kelly. I just want the audience to know I'm playing R. Kelly is dead wrong and whatever consequences. You know, I just try to make light of the moment, man, you know, because it's it's some really serious charges with what he did. He is a pedophile. I'm totally against it. I just like to also be accurate, you know, when we when we are reporting out, because that's what we do, that there was a legal marriage certificate between him oh, and Leah. Mm. I think we have to go. I think we have to. Find, we'll have to research that to make sure that there was an actual legal marriage because I'm not sure she was old enough to consent without her parents being there. And that's why I said the now parents she, signed off on. She the wasn't paperwork. old enough to drive herself there. The parents signed yeah. off on it. That's why. No, the parents didn't sign off. It was a fake, fake ID that she had saying that she was 18. Or so you saying she tricked Aura? She tricked R. Kelly? No, R. She Kelly tricked, tricked her. R. Kelly, you seen them on. What's what's the show that used to come on BET? They were sitting up there with the matching clothes. Wait, wait, come wait, wait, wait. Keep, keep you saying she had a fake ID because I know he checked yeah, R. Her R. Kelly ID. got her. Yes, R. Kelly got her fake so ID. How we know, how we know R. got her? Why? How she could she could have had it herself? That's why he, he got thirteen counts against him. That's how we know. That's why he gonna beat. <laughs> so now, so now he got he's got two charges he can beat. So he's gonna get convicted of eleven. Her for having the fake ID and the parents for signing off on the other joint because they said it didn't happen. R. Kelly, we got you, man. We gonna hold you down. No, 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 no. That's a singular, singular. No, no, we. You by yourself, brother. I love you dearly, but on this one, you by yourself. Yeah, R. Kelly. You gonna slowly sidestep away, boys. Yeah, the articles I'm seeing on on research is he married her when she was 15. Okay. The parents discovered this and quickly annulled the marriage. So the parents didn't co-sign on that. Nobody would have co-signed on that. I mean, what? what? So how did she get married again? Because like your brother said, Cream, he says all the time, money moves a lot of mountains and sometimes you pay somebody something, they'll turn away and act like they didn't see stuff. That happens all the time. And he knew, he knew what he was doing. They all, they both knew that, you know, she clearly knows her age and he knew her age. And somebody got paid some money to Turn away or produce the document to say, "Listen, yeah, I'm She's eighteen, 18 right? Like, fake, fake whatever ID. heck it is. Yeah, that's that was. And and you can get married in Vegas, you know. I mean, ain't nobody gonna check to see why that you know whatever. And, I'm, and listen, I'm not gonna say that R. Kelly is the only person in the history of music to do that. Obviously, uh-huh. Elvis Presley did the same thing. What about Woody Allen? Lewis did the same thing. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, Woody that's Allen. All the time. Yeah, and they're all. So why are we attacking R? So why are we attacking R? We need to be talking about them. We going at R. Kelly. Shoot. Well, Elvis is dead. Uh, is uh, um, <laughs> what you call uh, the, Lewis? Right? Lewis. He's Lewis. dead. Where, where's Woody? Let's uh, go at Woody then. We need to get on. Actually, Woody. Is, uh, well, Woody Suni. Well, yeah, Suni. She was. Was she? She wasn't underage. Was she? She was 17, I think, when or 18. I think she I might think she have, may have been, been technically legal, although the situation is all messed up. It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, was straight, straight, straight pedophile. She was straight yeah. pedophile. Well, I mean, so, if she, yeah. so he, defending. I'm not defending anyhow. If we talking about, let's talk about Woody for a smidget. <laughs> Wasn't Sue <Lee laughs> living with them? That was, was his daughter, was, adopted daughter, uh, adopted daughter. But it wasn't his adopted daughter. He was um, it was uh, Maya F- F- um, Farrow, uh, Mia Mia Farrow's uh, adopted oh. daughter, and he was in a common law situation with Mia Farrow, and they had a kid together. Uh, the uh, um, what's his face? He's he's the reporter now. Um, what's oh CBS? Ronan Farrow. Ronan yeah, Farrow. Yeah. Ronan Farrow. Who, so and 
That's his stepsister, who's also his stepmama. Well, uh, yeah. technically, yeah. Right there. <laughs> his stepsister no, 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 is right. now his stepmama. Technically, yeah, because uh, well, we're not defending that. No, no, we're not. And, and at I least I'm not like him. you. I'm not defending him, and I ain't defending R. I just want him, the, the two charges that he's not guilty Shit. of. I wanted to be noted. That's all. Just the two. In 1997, 62-year-old Woody Allen Damn. married. Married 27-year-old Soon Yi Previn. He may have been messing around with her earlier, but at the at the moment at the moment of marriage, she was 27. She was yeah, she was well beyond the age yeah, of, she, of, of consent. Yeah, Not so 15, it's just creepy. Yeah, it's just creepy and, and bad, but she wasn't 15, you know, straight getting off her braces off from, from her getting ready for her, her uh prom yeah, pictures. Like training wheels, yeah, really. for bicycles. Right. She had to ride her scooter <laughs> to, to the wedding chapel. Hey, Mm-mm-mm. R. Kelly, you going down, Man. baby? You going down even further? Damn, I tried to save you, R. Baby, I, I, you know, I feel I don't even feel bad for R. I feel bad for the lawyer. Yeah, yeah, because you know he got to go in there and try to mount some kind of defense, and there's none. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might as well just say "Mama say Mama sign with my cousin the whole time. <laughs> you know, oh, just let just call it a day because there's no point in him even trying to say, well, you know, there's nothing he can say. No, I mean that, that's a horrible that's a horrible job, and it's probably I don't think R. Kelly can afford a, a real attorney anymore. So maybe a PD trying to do this. It is. It is. It's got to yeah, be fresh somebody. Out, fresh you know, out of law school, you get your first job. You're the public defender's office, and, and your case is R. R. Kelly. Whoops. Hey, I don't want that. Ooh, no, I don't you know, the good, the, the good news for him is he ain't got to stay up at night trying to, you know, come up with a case. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? in the bar? burning the midnight oil. You want to work on my case? Pump. What for? What's there to work on? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. As soon as they, as soon as they come, I'm just gonna say the defense rests. Yeah. And <laughs> the take is, it, case. is it safe for me to say that Powell to the people? We are now off the R. Kelly bandwagon. I'm comfortable with saying that we're off your wagon. R. We try to hold you down. Why, why we do can't. you keep saying we? we. Who's we? Listen, I just want to. I play his music. That's about it. Anything else? I ain't touching. I, I just trying to make an official statement that we Powell to the people are not on the R. Kelly bandwagon. That's what we I'm were doing. never on. He, we he, were never he, on it. Always only you. The thing I've always <laughs> had a complication of. Is the music tied to certain artists? Like I still listen to, you know, if R. Kelly, R. Kelly comes on, I listen to some of his music. Same thing with Michael Jackson. I can have an uncomfortable, I guess, relationship with the fact of what they did and what they, what they did personally versus what their careers were musically. So I'm, I've never been on the R. Kelly bandwagon saying, "Listen, I'm going to try to defend this." Anymore, I've been on the Michael Jackson bandwagon to try and defend his stuff, but his music I like, and that's like one of those little weird. You know, dichotomies. Listen, this guy is like I like watching him when I watch uh, Bill Cosby himself. It's still funny, but meanwhile, I I, I say the joke now. This that's Bill Cosby before he was before he raped. Meanwhile, he was raping from Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. Point taken. Yeah, I mean, separating the artists. I think separating the artists from the art is always uh, a challenge. Because there's a lot. I mean, you mentioned Woody Allen. I thought some of his his movies were brilliant. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was really funny in some of these movies. So do I separate? Yeah. Do I separate the art from the artist? It's kind of hard to do. Kevin Spacey. I mean, I like Kevin Spacey yeah. in his movies. Yeah. And 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 now I gotta separate. I'm trying to separate the art from the artist. It's difficult. It's very difficult. I mean, you know, we grew up watching Elvis Presley movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and hearing him talk about <laughs> Yeah, we, we we love them films, man. But you know, he was dating a, a child. 
So, um, yeah, it's it's always tough. I think it's easier <laughs> with music than it is with uh, any other thing. I mean, Chuck Berry got in trouble for, for statutory rape. Right, crosses the You know, uh, yeah. and he was singing songs called Sweet Little Sixteen. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All these songs have different meaning when you when you look through them through the, the prism, the lens of, of 2022. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, Rick James, she was only 17. Yeah, she was only seven, right? Yeah, the, the, the birthday, right? But uh, seven, yep, Rick James. Uh, the Beatles have one where they're talking about. Uh, I think uh, I forget the song, sixteen or seventeen. So, oh, uh, Ringo has a song. Uh, she, she, you're sixteen. You're beautiful in your mind. I think, but it's a, I think it's a Ringo song. But he says it. You're so, yeah. sixteen. You're beautiful. Right. It's, and, he, and he wasn't fifteen when he was singing it. Damn. Right. So I mean. Um, uh, I think in music it's always been been that way, but then again you have to look at it through a different prism. So if you're talking about songs that were written in the sixties, you got to remember a lot of people graduated high school at eighteen right. and started their lives, got married at eight as soon as they got out of high school, got married and started working, and so sixteen to an eighteen year old is is you know that's normal. Not that big a leap. I mean, if you're a high school senior dating a high school sophomore it's the, that you're going to marry in two years, it's not a big deal. Uh, now, of course, when you're talking about oh, fucking Kelly, he's a thousand years old, he's 27 dating a 15 year old. Oh, yeah, I got a problem That's a big with that. Gap. I do. No, he's talking about initiation. <laughs> now that you may be young, but you're ready. Keep sweating. Keep sweating. Yeah. You may be in touch with that. She could have been 21. She was 15. Points, point taken. Oh, my mind is telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. No, there's a reason why your mind is telling you no. Because you know she's 15 years old. Oh, that's why she, your mind is telling you no. Oh, God. Damn, oh, you're so, going down, man. You're going down. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, he's going to get another 30 years. Ta- it's not, as you said, Derek, it's not going to make yeah. uh, any practical difference in his life. I and mean, he's, he's, he's essentially in, in prison for life. He's got a life sentence. He's not going to get up, even, even be eligible until he's, he's 85 years old. So uh, he's pretty much done for. But yeah, it's just it's just a travesty. It's funny that a lot of this came to a head as a function of that documentary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Surviving R. Kelly. Surviving R. Kelly. Surviving R. Kelly was was kind of really what got a lot of this ball rolling. With where suddenly you have uh, DAs and prosecutors starting to go, well, let's take a, a closer look at this. And all of a sudden, as they started taking a closer look at it. Um, because it had been in our face for the longest time, as you pointed out, you saw you saw Leah with him mm-hmm. on on the uh, on MTV, sitting there looking, you know, uh, real sheepish, and he's kind of you know kind of on the on the defensive edge when he's doing that interview with her because he knew what was going on. Um, you got the P tape. He said it wasn't me. <laughs> he said it wasn't him. Yeah, but he's video. Drip. So I mean. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so he got the P tape, and and that right there should have should have been a career ender. We already knew these things, you know. The fact that he was hanging out, as you all pointed out, at the McDonald's by the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not by a joke. Trying to get those the happy school. meals. Yeah. <laughs> what what what's what you doing at McDonald's by the school? What sidetracked folks was the Chocolate Factory CD. When when he came out with that, 
and he had just beat the first case, that's when folks was like, okay, we just going to give him a pass. And that's when we, they should have really ramped it up because he was dead guilty. And, you know, but that, that CD was just so powerful. God damn it was powerful that a lot of us just like, all right, man, well, you know, you know, if, if something else come out, then we'll tag him. And then years went on and years went on until the doc came. When the doc came out, two or three years ago? And then that's um, when they started. Uh, pandemic. It's like during a pandemic, pandemic right. yes. That's when we saw right. it. Yeah, shoot, he had two pandemics because I know he was like, God damn, man. It's <laughs> true. And that's when they hemmed him up, man. But when you look, the, 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 the documentary was when it, it, it hurt. It really hurt me. I'm like, man, how could this guy do this to these girls, man? It was, it was for the, for our audience, there was a, a, a really a, a documentary about R. Kelly and what he has done all, throughout the years to young, um, Survive, yeah, surviving R. Kelly's. Attack. It was horrible with the things he did to those young girls, man. It, it, it broke my heart, you know, but R, sorry, man, it's over player. You got to go. He's now, gonna- now, if you guys remember um, the boondocks, they did an episode about R. Kelly. Really? And what, yes, yes, what threw it off, um, you know, in, in the cartoon was they started playing this music in the court and everybody started dancing, and then they found him not guilty. <laughs> Damn, I'm laughing. As you were saying, Dirk, it's yeah. the music. The music it's overshadowed everything man. else. Uh, yeah, it overshadowed everything else yeah. that's going on. He he dropped, when he dropped that joint, and every record was a hit. I'm like, how did he? this and everybody just like gave him a pass and i can see i gotta see that clip though i can you know i can see that you know his 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 defense his attorney put on one of his joints and everybody just oh man he ain't do that he too he's too talented but those are the ones who do it man those are the yeah ones. well he had plenty of time to uh step in the name of love in jail <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Good luck, R. And uh, like I said, I, I don't know if you want to be in the shower hearing my mind is telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> Some other Negro in that shower. I think that'd be a problem. And, and, I mean, and, like and also, I mean, one of them Negroes could be saying, ain't nothing wrong with a little puppet <laughs> grass. <laughs> So hey, you gonna have some problems. Mark was talking. We were talking about it air. They took the money. I think one of y'all was saying maybe you get yeah. talking about the money they took out of the commissary. Right, twenty eight thousand. Twenty eight k in his commissary. How, how you get twenty eight k in your commissary? People were donating money to him. He gonna be there a long while, Derek. That's no, 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 no. When 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 you locked up, it's people got to put money on your books. Yeah, yeah, right. right. He ain't worked. He he he's only been in there like I guess three years where he hasn't earned twenty eight k. Where does he get twenty eight thousand on his books unless you still got those loyal fans out there sending him money, man? And he probably still do. And that's what that's that's just people gonna do it. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy, it's- man. Believe it or not, Dirk, there's people like you that defend it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. See, this is where you we are, have you are not alone. This I defended him on two charges that I said he should be. And I also <laughs> said we collectively all no, no, no. It's no, always bandwagon. No we, no we, no, 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 no. Is it safe here. if I say Powell to the people no longer supports R. Kelly? We never did the, the charges. We said we liked the music. We never defended the charges at all. Okay. We never. I never said, you know, it was a, if he was accused of 
22 counts of of, of uh, pedophilia, and he beat 21 charges. I wasn't like, oh, cool, he, he beat 21. I'm still like, he's still a pedophile. Okay, okay. So I want to be corrective. Uh, we are not on the R. Kelly bandwagon. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> is not on the French? R. Kelly train no more. I'm sp- well, is it uh um, speaking French? Is it uh more than one like a group? It's more, you know, I'm I'm just trying to speak, you know, it's plural, you know, it's us, it's we, power to the people. Our pictures up on the uh, podcast. It's all speaking French. No, it's, <laughs> a, collective, it's, it's a collective group. You defending his stuff. You're the defense lawyer of, of the podcast. You defend everybody. Power to the people does not <laughs> what if I say power to the people does not support R. Kelly? That's good. <laughs> you know. Oh, that would be true. That's that would true. be absolutely that's true. That's the statement I'm going with. Power that's a, to the people does not support Art Kelly. Good. So what you're saying okay. is Dirk Powell has finally crossed over and joined. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying, right? That's exactly what you're what, saying. What I am saying, even though he can beat the two charges, I am not <laughs> oh on the bandwagon. Gosh. Still, I just say, just, just, just own it, man. Just say yes. Power to the people does not support. R. Kelly. That's what I said. Or should we say Powell to the people like, like Michael Jackson did, including Derek Powell, does not support <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> that work, Anthony. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. All right. We off that band. All right. Wow. Before we go, man, uh, uh, speaking of Chicago and, and gun violence, there was a shooting. And the only reason it caught my eyes because, you know, we, we're big six-pack flags. Uh, yeah. fans. Uh, we have been forever and it was a shooting in uh, Gurney, Illinois, which is just outside of Chicago at the Six Flags, I think of Mid- uh, Mid-America um, where people in the parking lot got shot. I don't understand what's going on. We were talking about this kind of all off the air and we, 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 we touched on this, this this gun violence thing for the, you know, like I said, we're at 200 some odd episodes. We've certainly done it easily over 25% of the episodes that we've done, we talked about gun violence. But this is this is feeling kind of mm, special. Not necessarily, not this, just this particular case, but just the the randomness of, of, of these shootings that we're starting to see. Um, you know, as I said, there was, there was a shooting at an amusement park, in the parking lot. And then... Uh, you sent us an article, Derek, yeah. uh, about Aqib Tlaib's brother, uh, former defensive back uh, for, for Denver Broncos. His brother was at a, I guess, Little League or Pee-wee. Pop Warner. Or, or yeah, Pop Warner. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Wow, even worse. Nine a years Pee-wee, old. Nine year olds. Nine year old. Pee-wee League football uh, game on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And there was some sort of altercation with a call and the referees uh-huh. and shots were fired. Mm-hmm. And leading to the death, I believe, of, of the, one of the, the head, No, it was the head, head coach. Head yeah. coach. Oh, the head coach. And at, at, when, when this guy gets killed, the head coach, rest in peace, his nine-year-old son is participating in this game. That's, That's how crazy that is. It's crazy. Um, I played, I coached, and I refereed. When I was doing it, and the last thing I did was coach near, you get a lot of parents who are trying to live their dreams through their kids. Because when you see that the, mm-hmm. the, the money that these athletes are getting paid, you want your child to get that next big payday so you can be okay. 
even though your career didn't pan out, you pressure on them. So when they go to these games, the parents, and I've seen it over and over again on the news, I've seen it on YouTube, they are worse than the kids who are actually playing the game with the how serious they take this. In this particular incident, it was in Texas, nine-year-old. And Texas is big on football, like Florida. So they're playing a, a you know, it's an 8 o'clock game. You know, this is big time. Nine-year-old kids. Under the lights, yeah. Under, with the, the, lights. Light, under the lights. Nine-year-olds, weekend game. And an official makes a call. He gets into it with, you know, I guess one of the coaches say something. Then the other coaching team, the other coaches come to his defense and the officials and this young man makes a decision that I he ain't shoot the ref. I'm going to shoot and kill that other coach in front of all of those nine-year-old kids. And God forbid, what about the other kids who were there just to watch their little brothers and sisters play, uh, play football? Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And football. his brother was there, too, at the game. His brother, the brother was there is at the shocked. game. He sh- they're shocked. Yeah. It but can't be that serious. It can't be. No. But what possessed you, as we were talking off the air, to bring a gun to a Pop Warner game? What do you expect to jump off at the game? The same as at the park. What do you expect to jump? You're in the park to have fun. You had a football game to watch and have fun. But you got to bring a gun to these places? It just show you the state of mind of the world that we live in. They don't care no more. When we were younger and before the easy pass... Our biggest aggression on that day we got the great adventure was getting there early and running to the rides so you didn't have to wait too long. That was it. I want to run to the rides so I don't have to wait too long. I want to run. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get there early. Blah, blah, blah. To to bring a what to great adventure. That was like a treat, man. We, you know, when we were, you know, going to New Jersey and it was like you didn't you, you pay one price and you could ride forever and ever. It never entered my mind. That something can go wrong. Somebody can get shot, stabbed, or hurt at an think about this at an amusement park. Just to amuse you and have fun. What could be that serious on that day other than riding and enjoying your kids? That's like you know we you know we take our kids when they were younger. You take them to uh what's that joint in Disney World? Uh, and I'm riding me and Nia and myself. That's my daughter for the audience. And we rode Space Mountain. It was like late, maybe like four or five times in a row. It was like incredible because we didn't have to wait. That was like the highlight of the trip to ride. I never considered going to any of those places like that to watch a a, a Little League baseball football game, to go to an amusement park and think that somebody, something got that serious that a weapon was pulled. I, I, I just don't get that. Or that you needed to be strapped to go exactly. to an amusement park, and that you needed to be strapped to go to to a little league game. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. And he was good. Did you bring your gat up in there? Uh, not, not never. I mean, and, but but I, I will say this, and th- this is to, to the point you were making earlier. You know, I used to referee. Uh, or umpire uh, baseball games on Long Island. Well, actually, Mark was like in, in Little League. I umpired a couple of their games, and 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 parents. You now think about mm-hmm. like me out there in, in <laughs> Suffolk County, and and some of the vitriol I heard, yes. and people screaming at me and yelling at me. And, and to your point about 
parents try to live vicariously through their kids. And that's all it is. You know, uh, you missing the call and having snotty-nosed kids yell at me. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Who are you yelling at, man? You know, ah, you missed a call. Um, you missed a call. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't strike out three times. So who, who's got to be the problem here? <laughs> I can see you striking back at them, Anthony. <laughs> oh, man, they, if they said something slipped to me, I said something slipped back. I will, I will. I wouldn't have got thrown out one of the second. You slow. <laughs> when when I started officiating, and I'm like, Nia wasn't born yet, so I think I'm doing it from '93 to maybe 2000. About ten years. I had a nice run, 2003, and I remember I would do a, a league, a CYO league, and it was really ultra competitive. But the parents were understanding, and I remember doing a game, and I had did this one team. All year, they were like five or six. And it was this one little kid who never got an opportunity to shoot the ball. And I was I was refereeing out in Gateway in uh Brooklyn by um Kings Plaza. And I remember oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right there, some some gym out there in, in on, on Army Base. And I remember go, I, I went to the other coach and I said, Look, sir, um this is kid on the it was a girl, she's on the other team. She hasn't taken a shot all season. I need to get this little girl on the fire line. Now, mind, she couldn't walk in true bubblegum at the same time. And I remember that guy. And that's when it was about the kids. And he said, sure, whatever you got to do. And I went to the other coach. I says, look, I'm going to put her on the line. You know, just tell her to take her time. (laughs) You know, don't get... Man, I felt bad after I put her on the line. Oh, she was scared to death. (laughs) But I said, just take your time. And they allowed me to coach her. And she didn't get the ball in. But just the excitement from that child's face and the other kids who supported her on both sides and the parents, they clapped for her. But those that in this kid, they had to be seven or eight. And I'm talking about this one particular game because the, the, the peewee game, they are nine. These kids are barely putting their cleats on the right foot by them damn selves. And I'm like, so how does it get that serious when we forget you're there for the children? How do they think these children are going to move forward if they continue to play sports after what they witnessed yesterday? I would love to see, yeah. you know, what happened to those kids. Kids are traumatized. They got to be. They got to be. They gotta be. As I said, I mean, it, it, we're, we're living in a different world, uh, you know, yeah. and, and to your point about amusement parks, I mean, I, I love them all. I've been to amusement parks all over the country. That's fine. Uh, wow. Multiple Six Flags, Six Flags parks and and not once, whether it was Magic Mountain or whether it was down there in, in, in Georgia, never once did I think, oh, I need to be strapped just in case something jump off here. You know, now I will say this. Uh, three of us didn't have to get to the amusement park early to catch the ride. Because <laughs> uh, three of us had all access passes. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> all we had to do was just show up. Just That's show up and walk to the front. Well, I had to walk get to the, the front. You know, I'm not high for looting like the three of y'all. So I had to show up <laughs> a little bit early. We <laughs> oh, tried to tell you, tried to warn you, tried to tell you, tried to tell you to come, but you know, I had to work. Just, these what things happen. I had to work, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. <laughs> two, two, two opportunities, though, right, Keith? Yep. <laughs> 
Just saying. Oh, God. But, Anywho. But, but we did think about you, Derek, when we threw our hands up in the air like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you Negroes, excuse me, excuse me. Yo, can I get through here, money? Yo, we next. They should have tightened your behinds up. All that stuff <laughs> y'all was doing on them days, man. Actually, no, you know, we, we got the same word. I mean, you know, I, this, this, is, this is how, you know, America is going through a situation where there's a lot of inequality. You know, and and that inequality leads to to aggression. It leads to to robberies. It leads to all kinds of things. And I can understand from the other side because I've been on both sides of it. You know how people react to things. Now we in a packed amusement park. This is a Saturday. We, yeah. we didn't go like in like no. week, mid, mid, we went like a packed day. It was like a was it? I think it was a weekend. Maybe it was a weekend. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. I but I know it was jammed. Packed. Yeah, we got there early. We got there. Early left at night. It was jam packed, but it was fun. the whole day. But uh, we didn't stand on no lines, and you walk. And I remember one line, one the the King the Car ride, which is like the highest. Yeah. Uh, what do they call it? The yeah. Launch coaster in the in the country. Um, the line literally stretched from the 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 actual track, the gate of the track, all the way around the park, damn near to the front entrance of the park. Damn. Yeah, that was fun. That- so we walked past that. And walked past all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude apologized to us and said, listen, man, the ride is down a little bit. Uh, you know, we have a little problem with the launcher. Uh, if you guys come back in 15 minutes, we'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was sure. great. Only that was, it was uncomfortable. Back. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> so, yeah. But it was great because you walking by and you walking by kids, Mix. family, <laughs> ice cream <laughs> dripping off people, people look and it's it like hot as balls out there, man. It was hot as can be, oh, man. People died in this heat. That was so we much. Walked fun. Right up there. And you heard people screaming, who the fuck are they? Why are they? <laughs> I've been waiting here for three fucking hours. Three hours I've been waiting here. You know, this is New Jersey. Three fucking hours I've been waiting here. Yeah. Hey. And then the, then, the, then the park, then the people that work there go, hey, sir, do you want to stay in this park or not? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. If you don't that's calm down, you'll have to leave exactly the park. That's exactly how it was. Because you wow. walking by, you're like, wow. and all I'm thinking as I'm walking by, I'm like, man, I used to be like you. Now, let's, <laughs> let's I am hey, my mind, Mark, I would say somebody got to do it. <laughs> I used to be just like you. Now, look where I am. I tell you how it is after I go four or five times. <laughs> you, you, right, because you didn't have to wait. You just yeah, you said, to wait. You say, go again. It just took more. It took more time to walk around just to get back to the front. That it did the actual the ride the actual ride. And the thing itself. is, on certain rides, like they didn't make you do that. They were just like you, you, you come on on one side and get off another side. Right. If we wanted yeah, to ride again, we just stand on on the exit side. We just stand on the exit side until the, the people left left uh, left off. And we didn't have to do even the walk around. They didn't make you do that to make it get back in. Where you where do you want to sit? Oh, well, you know, I sat in front. Let me go sit in the back. You know, why <laughs> do poor staffs walk by? Oh, that was great ride. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. It's, it's, <laughs> Is the- this is this is what I learned about the amusement park. For the longest time, this is true. For the longest time, I thought there were more rides at Great Adventure because when you would get there, like you said, early in the morning, and you'd leave at night, and maybe you rode five or six rides. You had to plan that out. Maybe you rode five or six rides, and one or two of them you rode twice. We went through damn near every ride in the park yeah. in the first hour and a half. Yes, like, we did. So what do you do now? Yes, we did. Oh, my God. What do you do? What do you have to do? I'm going to ride it again. Ride nah, again. I can't ride it no more. I'm done. It was like a Wally World without the, with the real people there. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it was. It was exactly right. It's like Wally World, that time where they just rolled everything. Yep. 
uh, National Lampoon's Vacation for the reference, uh, where they just rode everything by themselves with with the with the park attendant and didn't have to wait for it. That's that's exactly what it is. That's why I can't. I have not been. I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't go back to no. to the amusement park and uh, only do it that you know, way again. I, yeah, yeah, because uh, you know my son was saying, man, you know uh, some girl he was dating. He said she wants to go to the amusement park. I said, how can you go back? He said, yeah, now he doesn't even ride rides. But just the idea that he didn't have to wait for the rides he wasn't going to ride was, was cool. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, well, yeah. you'll experience it. So, listen, uh, if you guys have not subscribed to Power to the People, uh, that's not a me problem. That's a you problem. You should have already subscribed to Power to the People so you can hear this type of content on a regular basis. Brighten up your day on a regular basis. We already told you how bad the world is. They're shooting people in amusement parks. They're shooting people at Little League football games. R. Kelly is about to go to jail again. Uh, get more time. We're going to tack on some more time for R. Kelly. And you and, and Derek Powell has defended him every single time. So you are missing out that's, on that That's level not accurate. Of, of- that's not accurate. I have backed away. I have backed away. I said Powell to the people. We are no longer on the bandwagon. Continue on, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what he said. But I bet you the next time you hear something, it'll be a different story. Anywho, make sure you subscribe. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Anywhere you're listening. Wherever you're listening right now, just tune in next week. The same time, same bat channel. You'll hear another program. Uh, you can find us on social media, on Facebook, at Power to the People on Facebook. Just go right, type it in, Powell to the People on Facebook. And it'll bring you to our Facebook page. Uh, and there's an action button on the page. You can hit the button and it'll take you to the latest podcast, which will be this one. Or you can find us or follow us on Twitter at Powell to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A, P-E-E-P-S, Powell to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us there and you can find us all on Instagram and you'll find us here at the regular time next week. That's when we'll see you. Peace. Peace.